Oh yeah. Yo, all right. This is Ty Van, aka. Hey, boy, you clap loud. Teddy Crucifix, aka your pastor's favorite rapper. That is Byron L. Cogdell, and Yo. this is He's the Pastor. I'm the rapper podcast. Oh, yeah. Yes, it's sir. Hot. It is hot. We in Florida. It's hot. Yo, we live in Florida, <laughs> and <laughs> y'all be liking Florida, but this gonna be hot, bro. Bro, it's hot. We are in some the, hot boys. You know, Big Ticket had the basement. We don't have the basement. We have the Florida room. You feel me? And uh, what is a Florida room? You're from Florida. Tell me what a Florida room is. It's the add-on to a house. Yeah. And there's no AC there, but it looks really like we're in it right now. Y'all see it. it yeah. Is, it looks beautiful, but boy, is it hot. Like All a, for y'all. It's like a patio or something like that, right? Yeah, exactly. Back porch. Enclosed patio, back porch. Yes, sir. So how you been doing, bro? Man... I'm good overall. Um, it's been a rough work week for you, boy. But you know, overall, I am great. My boy Ty works at <laughs> FedEx. Shout out to FedEx, Federal Express, Federal Express. Shout out to them, and shout out to them for being in Memphis. I love Memphis. That's so. that's the hub, ain't it? Yep. Yeah, that's the hub. Do you know why they moved to Memphis? I don't. Or no, no, no. Excuse me. I don't know why they moved to Memphis either. I was about to tell the wrong story. Uh, um, AutoZone is in Memphis. Okay. And they put their headquarters there. Guess why? FedEx. Explain. So at the <laughs> time, uh, there weren't a lot of places where you could get auto parts. You had to like order them from manufacturers. Yeah. Well, uh, AutoZone thought, what if we move to where the hub of all shipping is happening right now? So we can just take our parts to FedEx and ship them right away. Mm. So they were kind of ahead of the game in shipping stuff, man. Like, I when I heard that story, I was like, bro, that's super smart. That's it's like, yo, crazy. go to where the supplier is or, or the shipper is, and, you know, your stuff gets out early. And then now you got places like Rock Auto that I deliver so many of those packages, it, 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 it doesn't make any sense. Bro. I never even heard of Rock Auto. If people people that know about car parts, because I deliver them to their houses and to these, to, I deliver to the auto mall out there on um, ninety five, and yeah, yeah. Rock Auto is on my truck like crazy. I hate it. Yeah, that and Chewy. Yo, we have the fan going right now, so if y'all hear that in the background, please, please don't turn your radio off. Also, before we get started, even though we already started, um, again, you guys, if you listen on streaming platforms, first off, thank you for doing that. Shout um, out to y'all. Um, you can rate us again on the, um, the Sorry. Wrong, oh wow Sorry, it went bad for your boy yeah, but y'all can rate us on Apple Podcasts it helps um, so our podcast can move up through all the noise um, my category is Christian but I think last time we had five ratings we now have nine ratings oh shout out to y'all um, they're all five stars so we're five out of five and we got one um, comment submission Okay. From Jessica Pugh. Shout out to Jessica. Um, the title says "Great Content and Conversation," a beautiful mixture of hip hop and faith. So oh thank wow! You. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. So thank you, Jessica Pugh. I appreciate y'all. Thank you, TikTokers, YouTubers, all that social Yo, media people. I feel like we need to have like you know how people have their fan clubs or like their group, you know, whatever they're thinking. I don't know what our people would be. You know what I mean? We'll get it. I don't want to. I feel like we're gonna do it right now, but it's not organic. It is. This is exactly we, what organic is. What like, if we do it like right? What What's the name gonna be? I don't know. Believers. Is that already taken? Bro, yes, definitely oh, taken. Yeah. The bar. What? What? The barbs. That's already taken. How about Barty Gang? Barty Gang. Barty Gang. What is that? 
I don't know. You doing artist names? You did believers and, oh, okay. and barbs. So let's do the Barbie what about, game. What about the thumpers? The Bible thumpers. I ain't gonna lie, that sound kind of hard. <laughs> Yo, shout out to all the thumpers, thump gang, baby. Bro, That's, hey, look, this, everybody get on TikTok right now. And just do this, bro. Bible if that thumpers. takes off, okay. If that takes off, I promise y'all, I will do a backflip on the pod with my headphones connected. Yo, Yo if that takes off, hold up, wait. How long? Keep keep talking. Change do you the camera can, view. Change the camera. Bro is about to take something that's not a Bible and dump it. There's a Bible to to the left of you. Left of me. Hold yeah. On. Oh. Oh. While he's reaching for that, I want to tell y'all that it's very appropriate that we're dumping Bibles today because <laughs> we want to talk to y'all about something that I've seen on social media a lot. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen it. Well, you have seen it. We've I talked about it. I'm not about to play it. dumb. <laughs> uh, but there's a lot of conversation, especially on social media, about where the Bible come from, came yeah. from. What come from? I'm going to tell you where it came from. It came from heaven, just like the melodies from Kurt Franklin. Somebody was like, yeah. <laughs> They just fell in their oh, lap. Man. It was tablets, and it was like, what is this? And then God came and fired. Yo, could you imagine just walking down, minding your business, and a tablet falls on your head? You remember the Vodice commercials? There you and go. And the tablet just hits you in the head. Yes. Just, what is this? What is this? And that, that's what manna means, right? What is yeah, this? Yeah, what is this? Yep. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. But go ahead, bro. I'm Melody. Sorry. Oh, bread. <laughs> Bread of heaven. I'm getting all my gospel tunes mixed up. Shout out to Kurt Franklin and who's the other guy? Fred Hammond. Yeah. Shout I out almost thought of his name. I know. It was about to be bad. <laughs> it was about, it was about to, to be, be bad. Yo, y'all don't know this, but Ty actually does not listen to gospel music. Oh. <laughs> Wait, unless it's 90s gospel, because that's what I grew up on. Which so. is exactly what Fred Hammond and Kurt Franklin like, is. Wait, what's the... I'm about to slide it, but the, the album is like Chronicles Part 1 and Chronicles 2. Chronicles of Narnia? Yeah, all right. No, nah, I don't know what you're talking about, to be honest. Hey, if the Fred Hampton. Fred Hampton. Whoa. Fred, shout out to Fred Hampton. <laughs> Fred Hampton, bro, it's like his it's like his most critically acclaimed album. I have no clue. I'm not a huge Fred Hampton fan, but I like him a lot. I'm sorry, y'all, because for the people that listen, y'all know what album I'm talking. I'm yeah. going to look it up on Spotify. Keep talking. Anyway, where did the Gosh. Bible come from? Did it fall from the sky? Uh, I think a lot of people actually do think that let me but ask I was you, told that let me ask you though like when you were a kid what did you think like pages you of think life chapters one or two go ahead okay this man said chronicles of narnia and I then did. he went to pages of life okay okay like when you were a kid like did you even have that question did you ever think like yo where did the bible come from no i i never thought of that as a kid but in my adult years i i, I was hearing that it, it it was it was god's spirit and it just like kind of came from heaven yeah I feel like, that's like the, there's not there's not nothing I can source for that, but I was hearing that like yeah, it just came from God. Yeah, it's like the cheap it's like the cheap uh, answer to to tell me was like this is God's word. Correct. God gave it to us, and we should feast upon it. Correct. You know, it's like yeah, but <laughs> there's a history. Yeah, I know God. De- I know God made it, but who delivered it? Like where did you know exactly. who's the DoorDash of the Bible? I gotta know that. Um, I think when I was a kid, I probably did not think about it until somebody challenged me. Like until somebody said, like, you know, it's always like that. The one deep person was like, "Yo, you ever thought about where we got the Bible from?" Hmm? Hmm? <laughs> you know, shout out to that guy. 
Uh, whoever that woke guy is who did that when I was in eighth grade. I'm about to say what age? So you like 13? Yeah, probably. Yeah. Probably. I, actually, I think I was in high school when it happened. So okay. I was like ninth grade. I was still 13, but. 13 yeah. and wait, you you advanced. I'm a bro. young boy. No, I'm I'm I was just young. You should be 14 in the ninth grade. I know. I started so my birthday, we are way off tangent. My <laughs> birthday is the second week of school every year. So I was always going into the school year younger than everybody else. That's crazy. Which you actually never catch up in age. So you're always younger than somebody else. Right. But I started high school when I was 13. I graduated when I was 17. So yeah. That's weird because I Never mind, you just explained that. Go ahead. All yeah. right, about the Bible. But, you know, thinking about where it came from. And I got all these great, like, people, like you said, people from the church would just say, like, God gave it to us. Like, it was God-breathed. And, yep. you know, your imagination goes all kinds of places when someone tells you that. And then people who don't believe, they'll tell you, like, nah, like, man wrote the Bible. You know, like, it was a plan. Somebody conspired to put it together. And puts X-Files music. Oh, we got. Oh no, hold on. I don't know my buttons, y'all. I'm sorry. There we go. Oh yeah, that, the mystery. Yeah, that's not X Files, but it's still it's mysterious. Yeah, man. So, as you got older, like what 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 did you tend to hear about where the Bible came from? It it was pretty much just what I said. So just people saying that it, it it's God breathed or it came from God. I never really did further research I, um, after that. I just took it for what it was yeah. and never questioned it. Yeah. Um, and I was also one of those people, like, I only took in the Bible at church. I never mm. did my own reading. So it was like, if that's what these people at church are saying that are, quote, unquote, studying the scriptures all the yeah. time, it's, it's, it's from God. Yeah, so. if they the ones who use it, then why don't I go with their explanation that's of it, it, right? No research needed. I'm going to take your word for it, boss. Hey, man, I feel you. Yeah, I feel you. So what about the social media? Look, let's just get right in it, man. There's this group of people on social media have all kinds of theories about where the Bible came from. And one of the most prominent theories is the Bible was put together by a group of guys or, you know, Council on Nicaea put the Bible together or it's like a conspiracy yep. about what's in and what's out. And, you know, I hear this question often, like, who gets to decide what's there and what's not in there? So. Correct. Um, and, yeah, I, I guess to be honest, that it was a comment um, on one of the posts and somebody was like, you know, the scriptures came from the Council of Nicaea. Now, granted, I've done more research on where the Bible came from. But when he said that, because I wasn't quite sure on what, the council and I see it was, I was like, hmm, I was kind of stumped. Um, I actually reached out to Byron about that. I was like, yo, like, <laughs> what is the council and I see it? And uh, he broke it down for me. But um, yeah, the scriptures didn't come from the council and I see it. So, where'd they come from? Well, I know the first five books came from <laughs> Moses. <laughs> well, did it come from Moses or did Moses like write it? He, he all right, so Moses wrote it and. He, as we go with, he was inspired by God. Like he, the, the, you know, he he was inspired by the Holy Spirit to write what he wrote. The you know, the, um, the first five books of the Bible. Yeah. So yeah, he he wrote them, but it was inspired by God. If you don't know the first five books of the Bible, it's Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, uh, Numbers. Numbers, and Deuteronomy. Deuteronomy. Yeah. So those are the first five books, and those are usually called the Pentateuch. Yeah. <laughs> what does Pentateuch mean? Oh, I don't know. Oh, but hold on. <laughs> but if you if you look at the root pent, that's five. I know that. Yes. Like Pentagon and stuff. Yes. So, yeah. Um, 
The tool, I'm not sure. Five books. That's all it means. All right. Five books. So I can say, I'm glad I know a root because it's about to go bad yeah. for your book. Pentateuch is just the first five books. All and, right. And you're right. Moses, uh, Moses said to have written the first five books. Now, I've heard people say, there's no way Moses wrote the whole first five books because he died. It's like, I mean, I get it. But what we're saying is Moses wrote the majority of the first five books. And yeah, there, there might have been scribes or or other people to contribute. Like at the end of uh at the end at Moses' death, it Deuteronomy. talks about yeah, in Deuteronomy. Yeah. It talks about what happened when Moses died. Obviously, right. Moses wasn't like <laughs> Let me get this in before I go <laughs> like to my did, eternal rest. Well, I mean, in the scriptures, it did say God said go up to the mountain. So yeah. he could have been he could have been inscribing it as he's going up to the mountain. Yeah, 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 yeah. But <laughs> I'm playing, y'all. Most, I'm playing. More than likely, it was just you know some of his disciples or something that kind of contributed to that or his his followers. Wait, Moses had disciples. Yeah, I mean, everybody had disciples, you right. know. Uh, I, I oh, you were trying yeah, to be. Oh, I was okay. Stu. Yeah, all right, cool. <laughs> well, okay, so that kind of brings up an interesting thing then, like who wrote the Bible versus where we got the Bible from, because those are kind of two different things, right? Oh, man. You hear that humming? No, not life on the phone. It, 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 all right, go ahead, bro. Nah, I just said. <laughs> Do we cut that out? No, we don't. No, bro. I like keepers. They, they okay. need to know all that right, as well. All right, all right. But, but my <laughs> whole thought was like, so we established like Moses wrote a portion of the Bible, but like still, we I, I think that's different from us trying to understand where the Bible came from. Correct. All right. Um. So in the Old Testament, like we said, Moses wrote the five books, and then it's like a com. It, it's a combination of um, the prophets, and then. Um, is just wisdom literature like psalms psalms is for the most part is david but there's other contributors to the psalms um other kings um that 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 makes up the psalms um yeah. the wisdom literature you got you got ecclesiastes that's that's the teacher well, some people would say Solomon is, is the author unknown. Yeah, yeah. What I was more so trying to get to is, deep. yeah, I was more so talking about inspiration. Okay. So, like, you know, Second uh, Timothy uh, three sixteen says all scripture is God breathed. So it, it talks about um, God literally breathing out his uh, his word into those authors who wrote the Bible. So what Ty is kind of talking about is the authors of the Bible, uh, the people who actually put pen to pad or, or, you know, uh, engraved it in to, stone, chiseled to stone yeah. or, or, or wrote on papyrus. But, uh, but I was more so talking about the fact that the Bible was inspired or, or breathed out by God, which is a, a immensely spiritual thing. Right. Correct. Uh, I think sometimes we kick around the Bible, misuse the Bible, treat the Bible in a certain way, not truly embracing the fact that if you're a Christian, you should you should really treat it like God breathed this out. Right. Correct. Yeah. And I mean, Jesus said, if any iota is changed, not iota is like on HBCU campuses, not those guys, but yeah, please get it right. Cause and, I was lost. Yeah. If any <laughs> iota, which like any part, any iota is like the smallest little thing. If any smallest little thing is taken away or added, 
then um, that actually takes away from the word of God and that you would be accursed for doing that. So that shows you the severity or the importance of what it is to embrace the word of God for what it says. So with that being said, you all right. So if you read like the NIV version, right, the NIV, NIV, the NIV, it's like they take out certain scriptures. Mm -hmm. um, if Jesus said that, why, why? Can you give me an example? Mm. Are you, are you, would you be possibly thinking about like the last part of Mark? Or, nah, okay. nah, nah, nah. Um, oh my goodness. I, I, I think one version is it's like, um, when, when, when Jesus was approaching, um, somebody that was like, they, they got overcome by some spirits or something yeah. like that. I, I think the NRV, it takes out, Jesus fasted or something like okay. that. Okay, yeah. Um, other versions said Jesus fasted. Yeah. Looking at NIV, and I'm so sorry y'all for not having the actual scripture, but I think the NIV takes out that Jesus said to fast. Yeah. So like, why would they do something yeah, like yeah, that? Yeah. Granted, it's a translation. So even a, even if you don't have that particular instance in mind, you bring up a really good question because I hear that a lot. Like, how come there's differences in the Bibles? You know, different translations of the Bibles. Well, that usually breaks down to whatever is in the original text, right? So um, there are some scriptures, like the end of Mark. There's some pieces in John. Uh, there are pieces all over the place where, uh, not all over the place, it's actually very few instances where when you look at the original manuscripts, there are things that are differing, right? So you might see something from AD 200 in a manuscript there, and it might differ from AD 400. So you're looking to see, okay, what can be verified as essential, right? Like this is absolutely in the text. And usually as you get a, a accumulation of more things, you can tell, okay, this might not have actually been in the original document, or this might not have been in, in what Jesus actually said. So um, I, it's kind of like, uh, well, I can't give a good illustration. I don't have an illustration. That's what I'm saying. We, we, we I don't have do a really good, good illustration. illustrations. But, but, I mean, yeah, it's, you know, what I often try to tell people is, if you see something that was pulled out of the Bible, it's usually because there was questions about whether it was actually ever supposed to be in it, right? So there's this period of time where, what? The, the so the the um wh whoever is without sin cast the first stone there's there's speculation about that um i don't know if that yeah. would be a good case for what we're talking yeah, about yeah yeah i mean that's but, question you yeah. know uh were you talking about when jesus was um with a woman who was in sin yeah yeah and, and they supposedly grabbed stones to stone her Correct. and he said that yeah there's questions about that because there are early manuscripts that don't include that Right now, is it something that is still in line with what Jesus would have said? Yeah, Correct. like I, I feel like it fits in. Um, but when you're talking about okay, what was actually there and what wasn't there, there are some questions. So you will see some people who print a Bible and it's in there, and some people who print a Bible who's not. You know, so you know, like publishers decide, you know, what uh, is printed or how they're going to print, not what's printed, how they're going to print it. And there are usually some standard ways of how they do that. So I got a question for you. Talk to me. What's your understanding about how, like, we, we kind of established that God breathed the Bible and we tiptoed about who talked, who wrote the Bible. But, like, you know, the common question is, yo, Council of Nicaea, the, all they did was sat down and pick which ones they wanted and then threw out which ones they didn't. Like, if you ain't like pickles, you throw out the pickles. You don't like uh, tomato, you take off the tomato. But add extra bacon. 
right? Correct. So what's your understanding of how that went down? That is not necessarily the case. So I, at least from my understanding of it. So my understanding of it, they were trying to, the council and I see it was to see, is Jesus truly God or is he like man and God or is he like man and God, you know, um, inspired by the spirit, whatever. That, yeah. That's what the council of Nicaea was. And they actually used the transcripts of the Bible. They were using that for arguments to see what God or what Jesus truly was. Yeah. That's what the council of Nicaea was, not to see if this scripture needs to go in the Bible or not. From my understanding of it, correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you hit some really good points. I, I say this, <laughs> the argument that the Bible came from the council of Nicaea is actually very absurd because of one thing you pointed to the fact that they use scripture to verify the point that they were trying to make, which council on Nicaea, there is a lot of things that were going on, but the main thing that um, they talked about was a debate between a man named Athanasius and a man named Arius. Arius actually had the more popular view, which was that no, uh, he was not both man and God, but he was, uh, he was, you know, one of the two. Right. Correct. And he was able to to kind of flex which one of the two he wanted to, to to kind of put on. But Athanasius brought out this point that, no, he was both man and God, not 50 50. I wouldn't even say 100 100. Like he is just uh, enabled. He's able to to be both at the same time. And in that he proves he is God. So a lot of people will say, yo, Jesus never said he was God. Yet there were several instances where Jesus said things that would have made him a blasphemer if he were not God. And that's at, at the nation's point. And he moves in John one to kind of prove that. Well, uh, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God. Well, what does that say? Jesus was there in the beginning. Well, we know that no one was there in the beginning except for God, right? So it, I say all that to say um, in the Council of Nicaea, they were able to establish a point about Jesus and they use scripture to do it. So anybody out there that's saying that they put the Bible together at Council of Nicaea, I just say do some more research because there is a lot that points to the fact that they had a, uh, a an established uh, canon already. And there were, to be fair, there were conversations about certain books there were some things that they had questions about there's some things we have questions about today but the canon uh for most for the most part was already put together at the council of nicaea got you and i don't know if we want to go too deep into this but you said there were other councils again yeah. i this this is stuff it, it's new to me still so it's yeah. like i'm i need to do my my due diligence on the council of nicaea but you said there were other councils. We don't have to like go into deep about what yeah. they were, but I guess if you want to do their names so people can research them, we can do one of these people. We could do a few. I, I don't even me. I'm drawing blanks. I know right offhand you had the Council of Trent uh, that came later. Um, there were uh, I'm drawing blanks right now, That's but you can that. you can research other count. You can write in Council of Nicaea and other councils, and you'll see a list of that, or just church history, um, and you'll see a, a good bit of it. But the idea is not just that we had multiple councils. The idea is about what they were doing in those councils. Right? Right. So, like the fact of the matter is, uh, by the 400s and 500s, there were already hundreds of bishops gathering together. To talk about the faith, 
right? So, like, for people who have all these arguments against Christianity, like, the councils are actually proof that Christianity was thriving. And the majority of the bishops that were there were African bishops. Mm-hmm. So, in the councils, they were able to come together. And in order to be a bishop, you couldn't just have, like, a church. Like, you weren't just, like, a pastor. Like, you were over, usually, a group of churches, which talks about or, or displays the expanse of Christianity at the time and the fact that they were in the Bible. So they had scriptures. The, the African um, pastors that you were talking about, were they colonized and were they forced? That's to, another episode. I was, just, I was trying to see if they were forced to do that. <laughs> they were not. Not at that time. Not at that time. There, there's another episode we're going to put out in the future. We're going to talk in depth about uh, colonization and how Africans got the Bible. But, um, but yeah, for the most part, no. The, the African bishops that were there, they were not forced into Christianity. They chose Christianity. They loved it. They, they pushed it to other people. Yeah. Because it was the truth about Yahweh. Like, they, they believed this truth about Yeshua and Yahweh. And that was a truth that pushed them throughout all of their life so yeah, yeah. and you guys of course we're, we're, we're picking fun but I, I know another conversation I, I know we talk about the Bible right now but I know another conversation that comes up is like how do we know you know if we always seem to go back black but I mean that's Uh-oh. the community that we nah in. we need to get back to the Bible that's what right, this episode so is up. about alright he, he put we're gonna put a cap on it that's it you, the Bible yeah that's it so you tell me then cause because Ty has been doing a lot more studying of the Bible. Yo, how is the Bible broken down? If somebody says like, yo, um, you know, I read this passage in uh, Ecclesiastes and it said this, you know, so I guess that's a prophetic word for my life. Okay. Like, how, how would you tell them to like go through the Bible? So there's um, so that there's the Tanakh that helps you bring that breaks down the, the Old Testament, if, I, if I'm not mistaken. So, the Tanakh help me with this. What it stands for? <laughs> the Tanakh is the Torah. Yes, and then the, it's the wisdom literature. Yep, and then it's the prophets. Yeah, yeah. So that's pretty much like your your your, your scope for the Old Testament. So, yeah. um, that, that, those are the categories that you're going to put the books of the Bible in in the Old Testament. So, yeah, you you, you got your prophets. That's um, Jeremiah. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, what's Isaiah, it? Isaiah. You have major prophets and minor prophets. So correct. You got Isaiah, Jeremiah, uh, the, Malachi, the, um, Ezekiel. Yeah. Um, Malachi is a minor prophet, but but yeah. Well, I mean prophet, but I, I we, you have you have your prophets, and then you're going to have your wisdom literature that, as Barbara just said, so Ecclesiastes will fall under your wisdom literature. Job actually will fall under your your um, yeah. wisdom literature. Um, Proverbs, I know y'all know that that will fall under wisdom literature, and then you got to you got your um, oh man, the first five books, the, oh, what the Pentateuch, yeah, yeah, yeah. We talked about the Pentateuch or the Torah. So, so that's that's the scope for the Old Testament, and mm-hmm. then when you go to the New Testament, you have the Gospels, which is Matthew, Mark, Luther, John, and then you have the Epistles, which is the letters. Um, and these were letters that um the apostle the apostles were writing to different churches, um. I don't want to go deep on that. It's just it, these are letters that they would write to different churches for um, problems that people were having in the churches. Yeah. So that's that's pretty much how you know how you would decipher the Old and New Testament. And these are the categories you would put them in. Yeah, I hope I answered your question. No, nah, yeah, I, I think you did, <laughs> and I think that's important because 
it's just like I'm not gonna go to a RL Stein book to try to figure out how to, you know, what my career is, right? Yeah, man. I'm not gonna go to um I'm not you know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna go to a book about silly putty to figure out how to like love God better, right? Like it, you have to know genre, you have to know a breakdown of what is what, and that'll kind of help you understand the message that God is trying to get to his people during this time. Like uh, you hit some good categories. I'll give y'all a few categories too. Um, six in specific or six specifically. So you can look at the Bible and see that the Bible has the law, which is what we talked about in the first five books. And then there's history. History, there's a lot of history in the Old Testament, but there's a history book in the New Testament too. Do you know what it is? History book in the New Testament. Three, two, one. The book of Acts. Book of Acts is a history book. Wisdom. Oh yeah, because it's like the conversions. Yeah, dang, yeah. wisdom and poetry. Yeah. You already talked about wisdom and poetry, prophecy. There are uh, tons of prophecy in the Old Testament, and how many prophecy books in the New Testament? Revelation one. Revelation is a, pro- a prophetic I'm sorry, book. I got to say it in the mic. Revelation one. I yeah. got to say it with my chest. No, all revelation is is prophecy. <laughs> then gospel, and then the letters, like you talked about. So all of those things are, are good to to kind of embrace. Yeah. So, yeah. We got through it, dog. How we how we get the Bible? <laughs> how do we get the Bible? It comes from God. The Bible comes from God, and it's written how? By it's written by men. The transmission of men. Yeah. And these men were in relationship with God, correct? Right? And in covenant with God. So everybody, and you can see that in the scriptures, for like, sure. like, like, like. So if if you never knew the definition of prophet, a prophet is just someone that hears from God and they tell that to the people. Yeah. So, um, you can see that God was truly talking to these people because what he said, these things, what he said to the prophets, what the prophets said to the people that came to pass. So that's yeah. how you know that these people were really talking to God. But go ahead, bro. Quick. Um, what do you call those things? Uh, pop quiz. Okay. How many books are in the Bible? 66. How many authors? I ain't got it. All right. You want me to give you some choices? Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> let me see. How many authors? Yeah, choices. 20. One, around 30, or around 40? I want to say around 40. Around 40. I was yeah. about to say, because the Old Testament got a lot of authors. Yo, there's, a, there's <laughs> around 40 different authors. Okay, how many continents was the Bible written on? You want me to give you choices? Yeah, choices. Or what continents, rather? Give me choices. Africa, Europe, the Middle East, or all of the above? All of the above. All of the above, yeah. Okay. Which is which is dope, right? Because like Christianity is has always been a, a global religion. You know? right. I mean, although all of those continents are kind of connected, you know, we get stuff from Africa, we get stuff from the Middle East, stuff from Europe, all written uh, for the same purpose. Bro, I, I don't want to get you got because you got more questions. Hey, uh, I could, but no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, it, you go. It would just bro, because all right, some of y'all. I would do a next episode, bro. I promise it. Nah, no, it's go gonna, ahead. It's going to go for next episode. See, look at this guy. I say it right oh, now. No, man, no, 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 no. Next episode. Yo, it's really going to go episode. for next episode. But, man. Next episode. Okay. Look, I just want to leave y'all with this. Um, <laughs> so I teach a Bible study methods class, and one of the things I try to tell people is study the Bible. If you want to study the Bible, it's because you want to know Jesus. Yeah. Not because you want your life to be better. It will, but that's a byproduct, I think. Um, not because you're trying to prove something else. Like we should all study the Bible because we want to know Jesus. Uh, And here's a quote from one of the things I teach. It just says, we should study the scriptures to be more assured of the hope that comes through salvation 
um, not to simply become smarter about salvation. So, boom, yeah. there we go. I'm about to say, oh, yeah, to myself. Oh, yeah. That's it. So, um, you done? Man, no, nah, we bro ready done. to tap out. It's not, bro. We hit okay, our bro. He ready to tap out, bro. bro I want to be, oh, see this. Got, this thing's supposed to be about culture, hip hop, and the Bible. And then the Bible episode, he like, y'all, let's get off here. Give us all right. We got five. J minutes. Cole. We got five minutes. <laughs> Go ahead. I ain't got no. I want, I want to see. So, is there anything that we can talk about? That's Ask like me some questions about the Bible. Um, you got anything? Yeah. How do you, based on the Bible, what is about VD? What are your views on divorce? Ladies and gentlemen, next episode. <laughs> this man asked me about divorce. Bro, that's a long episode, bro. That's a long answer. Okay, it's no, complicated. Hold on. So let's see. I don't generally believe, I will say this. I don't generally believe that Christians should get divorced. There are a few circumstances where they definitely should. And there are a couple circumstances where they should pray about it. That's it. Um, if if you had your choice to talk to anyone in the Bible, that's not Jesus. That's not Jesus. Who would it be? Um, and why? Bartholomew. Why? Because who knows about Bartholomew? I mean, he's just like a disciple. He's only mentioned like one time. So you 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 would choose to sit down <laughs> with Bartholomew. Out of all the people you have. Let me see. Old Testament. Can we break it up? Like, okay. it's just too many people nah, in the Bible. Nah, you're right. So let's do New Testament. Yeah, New Testament, definitely Timothy. Timothy. Definitely Timothy. I mean, just because I'm a young pastor and church planner and... You know, I I just love to hear how he was processing stuff. Got you. Yeah. Um, let me see if there's another that I can come up with. Um why why do you think Jesus called himself the son of man versus the son of God? Come on, bro. It's too deep. Yeah. I think bro, I guess come on steady. That's what that my is mind. a deep that's a that can be deep. Well, I wasn't ready. Obviously, I see I wasn't ready for this. Yeah. Um, anyway, look, I th- I guess we will wrap up. Then. Yeah, I was. It, no, bro, there's nothing culturally that we can talk about. That's, I don't think there's nothing. Culturally. I think people would. Okay, I got one. Hey, look, y'all, this is not a question, but let me just say this. We talked about how we got the Bible in general, but let me talk about how or how you should get a Bible. You should just uh, find, I think, uh, a good version of the Bible that you'll read. Some people ask me, like, what Bible should you read? I'm like, the one that you'll actually read. Um, but there is, like, a scale of which ones are good and which ones are not good. Um, NIV is okay, I would say. Um, if you are a King James only person, like, hey, good for you. But uh, yeah. it's, it's not for me. <laughs> I taught um, myself. Cause New I King James. <laughs> New King James is a little bit better. Like, it, it, but it is thorough. I will say that it is thorough. Um, ESV is really good if you want to understand more uh, and get more depth out of the text. However, it could be a little hard for some people to read. Uh, I read what's called the CSB. It's the Christian Standard Bible. It's there. And I think it's a good mix between ESV and NIV. So what do you read? I was an NIV, NIV head to the duff, but um, Byron got me on CSB. So you I still, read CSB? Yeah, my, my study Bible is still NIV because I bought I that a while ago. But uh, on the Bible app, um, the, the plan that I'm doing, I'm reading that is CSB. I dig it. You got me on CSB. I ain't going to lie. Hey, man. Shout out to CSB. <laughs>
Look, we don't have anything else, y'all. If you have any other questions, look, I'm willing to do a part two about this. I think this is like if there's a need. If there's Let no, there's definitely a need. We can talk about the Bible all day. I I do a six week class on the Bible, but so we just scratching the surface. We got to get the people what they want, bro. Some people may only want to view in for the culture. Well, you need to want to read the Bible, but maybe they don't want to learn from it from us. Maybe before we go, because I know we about to do our drops. So listen, I got a song coming up. I know this whole podcast is called He's the Past, I'm the Rapper. I know some of y'all are probably like, I ain't never heard this guy rap, so listen. Uh-oh, throw the beat on. Oh, we ain't finna rap. Hey. Oh, man. Improv too. Let's see what you got, bro. Why is this so hard? Oh. Yo. Banana peels, I steal. I'm on the reels. I build. I- <laughs> man, keep going. Yo. I ain't got nothing. Bro, hold over. Get yeah. hype up or something. Yeah. yeah. Yo, I'm a freestyle first. You freestyle after. I'm the pastor. You supposed to be the rapper. Yeah. I don't even know. I'm just about to flow. Yeah, you know I go. And you know I'm on. Uh, look. Wait a minute. Stop the beat. How you people got the nerve to be like Jesus, not for me? Bit fat black Christian and I rock it properly. Not talk about Dwayne Johnson, but I keep the rock with me. No paper, scissors, shoes. Stay faithful with him too. He gon' give me rest, I'm about to take a little snooze. He give me rest, I'm so comfy. He be there when I fall into saying Humpty Dumpty. But I bear fruit like bananas with a monkey. I can't hear the beat no more, but I'm chunky. Uh, I yeah, I hey, hey, no hey, hey, look, if you heard that freestyle, <laughs> hey, I need you to do this right now. Put a reminder in your phone. July 2nd? Yeah, July 2nd. July 2nd, my man Ty coming out with a... New single. It's a new single. And so on the links on the TikTok, any link that you see, I pass the rapper podcast. We got the pre-save link in there. Um, the song comes out July 2nd. It's called I Apologize. Yeah. So I would love it a lot if you pre-saved it and listen to it. Pre-save that joint. I feel like I Apologize could be a good double entendre because you're a Christian apologist. But yeah, anyway. I didn't know I was a Christian apologist until just now. So Kind of. Anyway, look, <laughs> shout out to y'all. Look, uh, should I the outro music? How you yep. do that? And then it, okay, it, it, look. Yes, yes. We're about movies. to get out of here. Uh, my name is Byron L. Cogdale. Obviously, you can follow, follow me at Byron L. Cogdale on everything. But I also would love for y'all. Love for y'all. Look, let me stop. Love for y'all to follow Identity Daytona. That's the church we get to serve. We are a church plant here in Midtown Daytona Beach. And we're trying to do big, big, big things in Midtown and all across the world. Um, so support us. Please. Um, you can follow me on all social media platforms That's at I am Ty Van Also follow the Christian Hip Hop Collective I'm a part of That's Crew The number four Jesus Crew for Jesus All social media platforms Like Comment Subscribe to this podcast Listen to us on all platforms Thank you Yo we out of here